Welcome to another edition of After Dark with Robert Andrew. My co-host tonight is B.B. Diamond of our Urban Story on Facebook. As you guys know, B.B. has been on the show before. She is a powerful speaker, an advocate. She is, she tells it like it is. And I had the pleasure of listening to one of B.B.'s shows this past weekend. And it was titled, The Path Forward. In addition to that, I'm sure that some of you probably seen her on the internet, a piece that she had given when she spoke to this one group, and it was so powerful that it set the internet on fire. I mean, everywhere I looked, that interview, what not an interview, but that symposium was on different platforms. And I thought, wow. This is powerful. What she's saying is powerful. What she's saying is nothing new. She's been saying it all along. And it's true to power, but people have not been listening. And I guess this past weekend, people were in a mood to listen because of everything that's happening in the country, what we're finding out with the illegals who are coming in here, uh, bringing in fentanyl, the crime that is just completely blowing up at every level. We have these illegals that are attacking the police officers. We have illegals that are being dumped in black communities. We have illegals that are just, I mean, they rule the day. And there doesn't seem to be any consequences. A week or so ago, we saw on TV these illegals who were beating police officers to a pulp. They were arrested, and D.A. Alvin Bragg decided to release them on their own recognizance. And then after people started to push back and say what's happening, he then reversed it and said, oh, we've got to arrest them because we see that they might have committed a crime. What do you mean you see that they might have? It was on tape. What happened? What changed? I'll tell you what changed. People are getting tired. People are fed up. They're fed up with this BS that the Democrats have been pushing. And I think on one of our shows, B.B., you said it so eloquently. Everything they touch, they destroy it. And we see that's happening. Look at what we learned just a couple of days ago with Biden and classified documents. Now, let me just set the stage for you. They arrested Trump this past summer claiming that he stole classified documents and he was trying to keep them from NARA. They went in, guns blazing, the ambulance, they had all the sirens, and invaded Mar-a-Lago over documents that our government knew that he had. NARA, the National Archives, knew that he had. The FBI knew that he had the documents. They even went and visited the documents in Mar-a-Lago, and they told him, okay, you have the documents, just keep them under lock and key so that no one can have access to them. They knew this, BB. But yet and still, they decided, well, we're going to raid Mar-a-Lago, and we're going to make it seem as if though he did something illegally, and then we're going to bring all these charges against him, and we're going to indict him on it. That's compliments of Jack Smith. Fast forward. Joe Biden, Mike Pence, were found to have classified documents also. Mike Pence turned his documents in. They said, okay, we're not going to do anything with them. He turned them in. Joe Biden, well, they said, well, let's be fair. Well, we're going to make it seem as if we're being fair. And we're going to have Robert uh, Merrick Garland, who's over the Department of Justice, 
to appoint a special prosecutor, Robert Hur, and he's going to look into this. And before Robert Hur could even get started, they started saying, oh, remember, Trump appointed Robert Hur at the recommendation of Democrats, of course. So we know this is going to be fair and on the up and up. And before Robert Hur could get through with his investigation, word was seeping out that, oh, there will be no charges against Joe Biden. Because Joe Biden, although we found classified documents dating back to when he was a senator some 40 years ago, although we found classified documents in his garage and boxes next to his Mustang Stingray on Secure, although we found classified documents in Chinatown, oh, there's no big deal. We're not going to charge him. Because he willingly admitted that he had the documents. And throughout the entire investigation, BB, it was quiet as it was kept. Nothing was leaked. Everything was so quiet. But with Trump, they were leaking to the media. Jack Smith's office was sitting this. They were doing that. Just all over, finding Trump guilty before they can even complete the investigation. So now fast forward. Trump has been indicted. Jack Smith is trying to rush this whole thing to court so that they can get a conviction before the election, so that people will say, oh, we don't want to vote for Trump because he's a convict. Fast forward, they were trying to kick him off of the uh, ballot in Colorado. It went to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court heard arguments. It seemed as if though they're going to side with Trump. Of course, the media doesn't like it. But fast forward, all at once, mysteriously, Robert Hur's report was released right before Super Bowl Sunday. Because they're thinking, well, whatever's in it, people will forget about it because they'll be enjoying the Super Bowl. But little did they know that there were some little nuggets dropped in this report. Little did they know that for the most part, Robert Hur, although he decided not to prosecute or indict, not prosecute, but indict Joe Biden. But the reason he gave is that Joe Biden is an elderly man whose memory isn't the best. He has poor memory. Now notice what he said here. He has poor memory. So I can't, I don't think I would be able to find a jury that would convict him. Although I believe what he did was wrong. Well, not believe, what he did was wrong because he had classified documents. And not only that, a ghostwriter of Joe Biden found out about this investigation and he destroyed evidence. He destroyed a tape that Joe Biden was on with this confused memory. So Robert Hurst said, I'm paraphrasing here. He's an elderly man, a sympathetic elderly man with poor memory. I don't think I can get a conviction. Now notice what he said, an elderly man with poor memory who had these documents. So I'm just going to walk away. But what he was walking away from, he left us a nugget. If he felt that he couldn't get a conviction because of poor memory, what are we supposed to deduct from that when we see that this man is supposed to be the leader of the free world? If he can't remember key points when he got the documents, he couldn't remember that he wasn't the vice president or when he was the vice president. He couldn't remember when his son died. He couldn't remember anything about Afghanistan. So what else can he remember? But we're not going to indict him because of that. And the media listened to him and said, oh, see that? He's not going to indict him. But then a closer observation, people started to think about this and say, wait a minute. But they're saying they're not going to indict him because of his memory. Where do we go from here? What is left of our country? 
when we have a man in the White House who is struggling. He's cognitively struggling. It's not about age, but it's about his cognitive ability. Where do we go from here? How do we chart the path forward when we have everything that the Democrats have been putting out there for the past three and a half years, DEI, women can be men, men can be women, men can play in women's sports. How do we chart the path forward? We're going to put black women out front. We're going to destroy the black family. How do we go forward with all of this knowledge that's out there that is now being exposed, information that the media told us don't pay any attention to it, and they're telling us that now. They're now attacking Robert Hur for telling the truth. Where do we go from here? How do we move forward? We have been living in lies, BB, for the past three years under this regime, and the media, the media, the Democrat propaganda machine has been allowing this. B.B. Diamond, thank you for joining me tonight. What are your thoughts? Well, thank you for having me. It's an honor and a privilege. My thought is that you've laid the case out perfectly. And I think with Joe Biden, you have a man who was in his heyday very arrogant and a man who at the same time very corrupt. Now he has cognitive uh, disabilities. And it's striking that he has the nuclear code. He is a leader of the free world. And you don't have Democrats who are saying, we need to invoke the 25th Amendment. Clearly, Joe Biden is not fit to serve as commander in chief. He doesn't remember when he was vice president. He doesn't remember when his son passed away, which any parent would remember. So, but you know what, Joe Biden, when, when someone asked him, she may have been from CNN, well, aren't there other Democrats who can beat Trump? He said, even with all his confusion and his fogginess, well, I'm the most qualified person, I'm paraphrasing, to be president of the United States. That's how arrogant he is. There's no humility in Joe Biden to say, yes, I'm declining. Because you can look at, just, I would challenge our audience, go to YouTube and look at Joe Biden 10 years ago as opposed to the Joe Biden today. He aged rapidly and not in a good way. And honestly, his family should be ashamed of putting him up front. But you know what the Democrats is really no shame. It's about power. Thank you. It is about power. It's something that you said that the, the family of Biden should be ashamed of themselves for pushing this old man out there and not allowing him to just like go away, be himself, be happy in the twilight of his years. They want to put him on the world stage. But baby, that all being said, it comes back to where do we go from here? What path do we chart? As you mentioned on your show, this past weekend, I mean, and you touched key points, and I would like for you to share them with their audience, because those points charting the future is what we need, and it's where we are today. So if you don't mind, could you please expound on that and share sure. with our listeners what you meant? Thank you. Um, thanks, thanks for allowing me to do this. 
Um, where are we going? We have open borders, the transgenderism, radical agenda, abortion on demand, uh, the pandemic. Now they're talking about disease X. Where do we go from here, ladies and gentlemen? And I have uh, some other notes I'm going to dig up uh, before the close of the show. One of the first steps that we can all take, and I mean this sincerely, it's simple, but it's important. Literally stop voting for Democrats. I mean that. If the Democratic Party, particularly at the leadership, um, wants to ignore what's going on at the border, they are ignoring that Joe Biden is not mentally fit to be president. They're ignoring the burden that they're putting on Americans, particularly minorities. We need to stop voting for Democrats. With all the struggling New Yorkers and, and my family members are struggling, and some of them are veterans who served in the military, they're struggling to pay their rent. But guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Eric Adams found money, $58 million, to give debit cards to illegals. So they're clearly choosing illegals over particularly Black Americans and Hispanic Americans who are legally here and many of whom were born here. So we're, we're, sad. we're being treated as second-class citizens. So plan A is we need to re-gear re our thinking. I know voting for Democrats, it's in our DNA because we've done it for generations, particularly since Franklin Delano Roosevelt, the 1930s with the New Deal. We have got to stop voting for Democrats. That's step one. And I'll go into other steps such as we, those of us who are clear-minded, who believe in Judeo-Christian values and who are patriotic, we need to start standing up in our churches as well, as well, because in the black community, the churches are really, most of them are propaganda pieces or mouthpieces for the Democratic Party. So we need to start getting involved in the church. And I'll, I'll proceed as we go along. Thank you, Rob. Stop voting for Democrats. As I said in the opening, everything that they touch, as you had mentioned in one of our other shows, B.B., they destroy. They destroy with their lies, with their hate. They don't like the country. Every time we vote for a Democrat, this current form of Demo Democrats, we're voting to destroy the country. If we're going to chart the path forward, it can't be with Democrats. Look at how they tried to cover up for Joe for three years. The truth is now coming out that this man is incompetent. He's not fit to serve. He should not be there. But look at the people who voted for him. He told us, oh, I'm going to make it better. I'm going to bring the country together. He has done everything but that. That's what happens when you vote for a Democrat. You look at all the other Democrats. Jamal Bowman, AOC. Ilion Omar, Rashida Tlaib, Ayanna Pressley, all Democrats. And what have they done? They've turned us against each other. They've welcomed in criminal activity. Ayanna Pressley stood on the floor of the House and accused CVS of, and Walgreens of being racist because they were shutting, shutting down shop because they couldn't do business because of all the criminal activity. Well, guess what? They voted to defund the police along with Cory Booker, 
Bush, Cory Bush, to defund the police. And now they got what they want, baby. Now they want to attack us. Oh, it's your fault. You're racist. You don't want to be here. You don't like our criminal activity. Stop voting for Democrats. As BB said, that is the first step. That is a crucial step. Because the more we vote for them, we give them power. Again, I submit to you, look at the cover-up with Joe Biden. Look at how long it took. Now the media is pointing it out. And now they want us to don't believe your eyes. Pretend as if though it never happened. Stop voting for Democrats. They don't mean the country any good, BB. Everything they touch, it doesn't turn to gold. It turns to ashes. They burn it up. They destroy it. And then they look around and wonder, what happened? Why did this happen? It happened because we voted for Democrats and we gave them too much power. And we're going to commercial break. But when we come back, we'd like for Bibi to continue the discussion with the path forward, charting the path forward. First up, she said, stop voting for Democrats. We will continue after this commercial break. You're listening to After Dark with Robin Andrew and my co-host tonight, Bibi. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death and disability. Today's high-stress, on-the-go lifestyle makes it hard to stay heart-healthy. Lifestyle changes like exercise and diet are critical, but you can also support your heart with concentrated nutrients. Healthy Cell created heart and vascular health to support three aspects of heart health, cholesterol, blood pressure, and triglycerides, with CoQ10, vitamin K2, resveratrol, and soluble fiber. And Healthy Cell's not a pill, it's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients. You would need to take 13 pills to get the same amount of nutrients in each gel pack. And these great-tasting gels come in a small packet. Tear off the top, shoot it down, or mix it in water. Get heart healthy. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD for 25% off. ASEA believes that inside each of us is the potential to feel and be our very best. Our customers will tell you how our products have made a difference for them. From improving immune health, regulating hormone balance, supporting gut health, to soothing the skin, even reducing the appearance of wrinkles, fine lines, and cellulite, and providing targeted support for mind, mood, energy, and even our body's own production of collagen. Make our breakthrough products an essential step in becoming your best self and fulfilling your greatest potential. ASEA, we power potential. For exclusive savings, use code OUTLOUD to save 15% off your first order today. And we're back after Dr. Robin Andrew and my special guest host, B.B. Diamond. When we went to break, I had asked B.B. to give us her thoughts on charting the path forward. And as I mentioned in the opening, that I had listened to one of B.B.'s shows on Facebook, Our Urban Story, and she was talking about passionately about charting the path forward. And I thought, wow, those are some good points. I want her to bring that to After Dark and to share it 
with our listeners because we can't keep going down the same path. The same path is doomsday. The same path, as she mentioned, is voting for Democrats, and we've got to stop voting for Democrats. I know a lot of you are saying, well, I can't vote for Donald Trump because Donald Trump is a racist. Donald Trump is not a racist. you got to stop buying into the liberal media rhetoric. you got to stop falling for it. Now, I don't like everything that he says. I don't like his style all the time. But I do not question, B.B., his love for this country. I will not and do not question his love of God. I will not and will do not question that he wants to make America great again. And he cares about this country. So if charting the path forward means to turn our back on Democrats, then so be it. What other choice do we have? It's time to do something different. So, B.B., I want you to continue talking to us about charting a different path. Go ahead, Bibi. Thank you. Um, yes, uh, we have to stop voting for Democrats. And I mean that very sincerely. We need to get involved in our communities. I'm proud of those Black Americans in Chicago who are attending the council meetings, who are challenging Mayor Brandon Johnson of Chicago. Let's get engaged. You may not be an extrovert. You may not like politics. But see, that's what the left and the and those who hate America want you to do. They want you to be shy and stay quiet while they run roughshod over us. No more. And I want to give hats, hat tip to my black uh, uh, males, my black American men who are speaking out, whether it's rappers like Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, or 50 Cent. We are waking up, black men in particular, are waking up to the fact that Biden has gotten us in trouble. And as I spoke last week to this group in Paramus, New Jersey, I was telling these Republicans, you don't have to get into the gross domestic product and the Dow Jones. When you talk to black people, just say something very simple. You've paid $1.49 for a dozen of eggs under Trump. Now you're paying $3.99. You paid $1.89 for a gallon of gas under Trump. Now you're paying, paying three plus dollars. And people can immediately connect to that. Another thing, we need to understand as part of the path forward that the Democrats are not working for the poor and the working class. Their clientele, if you will, is Wall Street. Under Barack Obama, Wall Street did better than Main Street. These same Democrats who want to pretend that they care about you are pushing electric vehicles, which are thousands of dollars, and many of our young people cannot afford but they can't afford a gas vehicle, but they want to push you into an electric vehicle and you're making $15, $20 an hour just starting off in life. This is who these people are. They don't care about us. And as part of the path forward, I want Black Americans in particular and Jewish Americans to understand, understand me clearly. I'm saying this as a Black woman. The Democratic Party does not care about us. They care about power and reshaping this country in the image of a Marxist socialist society. That's what Barack Obama did. And he has led the Democratic Party almost off of the cliff. And what I, I'll end with this for now. What I said last week in New Jersey is this. At least Bill Clinton pretended that he cared. I feel your pain. And Bill Clinton may have been full of you know what, but at least he said it. Barack Obama 
and, and Democrats like him only use us as an ATM machine. They want us to be their peasants, if you will. We, we, we want to defund the police while we have personal security guards. That should tell you all you need to know about today's Democratic Party. Thank you. So, Bibi, you mentioned Black men. And I know that you enjoy going out and telling the Black family that we need to uplift the Black man. We need to keep the Black man in the family. Because under Joe Biden's world, the Black man does not exist. Name one prominent Black man in Joe Biden's world. They're all Black women. And some of them are lesbians. Look at Kareem Jean-Pierre. They have dismissed the Black man. And look at, look at the optics of this. Look at what they're saying and telling to Black children. Black men don't matter. And you see now, like you said, there are rappers, 50 Cent, Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, that are standing up and calling this out. Because they see what is happening. Liberals don't want the black man around because they are intimidated and they know that the black man is an alpha male. And that is the reason why Trump is appealing to black men. So the second point, get involved. We need to get involved. You might not like politics, but this is crucial. We're at critical mass now. Critical, excuse me. It is important that we get involved and stay involved. And I would say this, BB, I don't know what your thoughts are, but I would say that Donald Trump needs to go to the black community, go to Chicago, go to Atlanta, go to the barber shops, press the flesh. Trump knows how to talk to people. He would be surprised at the black men who would vote for him. He needs to get on the ground. He needs to go there. Now, I remember during COVID, he had said he was going to go to Chicago. Well, right before COVID, when they had all the violence. And of course, Mary Lori uh, Lightfoot said, don't come here. She doesn't own the place. Trump needs to get out there. He needs to. I think he had said once that he was going to have a rally at Madison Square Garden. He should do it. He would be surprised. Remember when he was being arrested in Fulton County? Fast Fanny. I'm going to take his mugshot. I remember the blacks that were standing on the size of the roads just to wave to get a shot at Trump. Trump needs to get on the ground. He needs to put his money where his mouth is. He needs to put his talk where his mouth is and show them, look, I am here. I will represent you as well. Because the Democrats sure aren't going to do it. They're just going to give you empty promises, which is what they've been doing since the civil rights movement. Empty promises. And then like clockwork, what do we do? We go and we vote for them. But look at what they're doing now. They're replacing black people with illegals because they don't know about your vote. Your vote is kind of wavy now. Joe Biden isn't going to save you. Joe Biden is going to turn you out. He's going to turn his back against you. Trump needs to get in the black community. He needs to start representing. He needs to start pressing the flesh. He needs to start speaking. What are your thoughts, Bibi? No, I'm glad you raised that because I was informed, um, I hope it's accurate, that he may do a rally in the Bronx. So um, so that would be awesome, to your point, because Black Americans, we want to hear more from Trump. I mean, he has done more for the Black community than any other president since Abraham Lincoln. So we need to keep that in mind. Now, the Black women, Black women may be a little harder. 
because black women, they're going to follow the preacher. They're going to follow, you know, Joy Reid. We're a little bit more, I, I hate to say this, trainable, brainwashable, I guess, if you will. But I think black women um, may be the harder part. But I think black men, and I, I will make a prediction of Trump is going to get over 30% of the vote from black men. And I believe that is solid. As I told the group in Paramus, it's not a passing fancy. I think the vote for Trump from black men is definitely solidifying. We need to get in the game and we need to let the Democrats know. And if I could just share this with you, this issue with illegals broke this whole thing wide open. We have talked for years and maybe decades about blacks needing to leave the Democratic Party. Even with everything, the broken home with the, the democratic policies, the forced vaccinations, lack of school choice, lack of social services uh, in our communities, we still like like brainwashed people voted for Democrats with this illegal issue, this broken wide open. And just recently, and I'll end with this in Roxford, which is a part of uh, Boston, Massachusetts. It's an urban area of uh, Boston. They're closing down a recreational center used by Black youths to house illegals. Black people are now understanding more than any other issue that has been done to us by the Democrats, that these people do not care about us. They're putting illegals before Black Americans. And that is what broke this wide open. Thank you so much. And I'm glad it broke wide open because it's time to expose the truth the same way it was exposed last week when Joe Biden's, I don't want to, uh, dementia was exposed. All this time we've been saying it, but the media, oh, no, no, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing. But now we were able to see it front and center on more than one occasion. And then it's in an official report, thanks to his Department of Justice. Now, going back to Trump going into the black community, he should have a rally in the Bronx. Don't think it, do it. You need these votes. Do it. This is, this is charting the path forward with new voters. It's time to just open it wide open and say, no, we want everyone to come inside. Now, as you said, Black women, it's going to be a different story because they're beholden to the preachy, churchy mentality. And I would say, BB, I think they just, I know they took a page from the Black Church book, handbook, but I wouldn't at all be surprised if Al Sharpton, some of these other woke Black leaders told them, this is how you do it. This is how you get them. Look at our churches. You tell them this, you give them this, and they will forever be there. And something that you mentioned, BB, when you were in your one of the when the, your symposium Paramus, and you so eloquently put, and it's it's sad to say, but it's the truth as to how this how the Democrats put up black women, and the black women that they push out there oftentimes are lesbians. Look at the founders of Black Lives Matter. This is Black History Month. And I heard that some universities are getting ready to celebrate Black Lives Matter Day. The founders of Black Lives Matter were lesbians. They hated black men. They hate black men. Not hated, they hate black men. They want to destroy the nuclear family. So why would we celebrate this group of women? 
Why would we even think to put them out front? But see, this is how they bring you in. They make you think this is for a good cause, when in actuality, it isn't. And that is one of the reasons why, if Trump were to come, press the flesh of black men, he would be surprised. And like you said, this is not just a fly in the pants type deal. They will be dedicated because black men don't play. They don't play. And it's time to wake up and increase the voter roll. What are your thoughts, B.B. Diamond? No, you're absolutely right. And I just want to touch on something. You know, there was talk of, well, if Joe Biden doesn't run, they will replace him with Michelle Obama. I dare them to put Michelle Obama up. The only people who will vote for Michelle Obama are these brainwashed Black women who go to church every Sunday. I love Jesus, but you think Jesus's ministry would even coincide with how Obama, uh, their socialism? No, of course not. These brainwashed Black women and some white and Black liberals, Michelle Obama would get creamed. She has no chance of winning. I think the vote for Trump from Black men is solid because Black men, as you correctly pointed out, most of them are alpha males. But even more than that, under Trump, Black unemployment was at its lowest rate in American history. Under Trump, Americans were treated first. We weren't treated as second or third class citizens. Obama treated us as a glorified ATM machine. We were just used for cash to fund his socialist programs. Obama didn't give a damn about us, and he still doesn't. At least, at least, like I said, Bill Clinton pretended, but that gave rise to Trump because he listens to us. And when Trump comes into the Black community, uh, particularly the Bronx, wherever he goes, he will have a major impact. And I do believe within my heart that Trump was anointed for a time such as this because without an America first candidate, Without a politician, a president who will put us first, this country, and I, I don't like being pessimistic, we are in huge trouble. We can see how Biden has betrayed us, has been selling us out. This obsession with Ukraine, it's an obsession with Ukraine. And yet we still don't have a strategy for winning. What is the end goal for Ukraine? When do we say enough is enough while grandma has to decide whether she's going to feed her cat or buy medicine. And I'm not joking. I'm not playing. Whether an American has to decide whether I should shop at Dollar Tree for my dinner, maybe, or maybe I can afford ShopRite while we're sending billions to Ukraine. Billions. It's an obsession because Ukraine has the, is one of the money laundering capitals of the world. We need an, a president who will put America first, who will protect our borders. We saw, and I'll close with this, where the attack on the New York City policemen, that was a pivotal point. That woke up millions of people because now we see even New York City is a border town. All of America, thanks to Joe Biden, is a border town. And this is outrageous. We have an invasion on our southern border and it's impacting us. And this must stop. This is why we have to, moving forward, stop voting for Democrats. 
until they change or reform their party. Thank you. Stop voting for Democrats. Charting the path forward. We can't keep doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. It's not going to happen. As I mentioned when we opened up this block of the show, blocks have been voting for Democrats, hoping for a change, praying for a change for the past 60 plus years, and nothing has changed. If anything, it has gotten worse with this. Everything is racist, and everyone is a racist. And if we don't get this, it's a racism. If we don't get that, you mentioned about Michelle Obama. They're thinking, well, we'll hopscotch over Kamala Harris. Now, that's, that's rather interesting. Here you supposedly, supposedly have a black woman in office, but you're going to hopscotch over her because we, we know that she's not good. She's just as bad as Joe, but no one wants to call it out. So we're going to pretend as if though she doesn't exist, and we're going to hopscotch over here to Michelle. Because, see, we're going to get Michelle because we know that Trump won't attack her because if he had Trump her, the black women, they'll get mad. They're going to say, how dare you attack this black woman? If you're going to step up, put on your big girl panties, and get ready to fight. That's all I have to say to her. But I don't think she'll do it, baby. She's not going to do it. Absolutely not. Because she loves the life that she's living now. She loves all of the grandeur and going off these fancy vacations with Oprah and with Gail. She's not going to do it. Absolutely not. We have to chart a path forward. And in doing so, turning our backs against this whole concept of everyone is racist. And if the black woman can't do it, no one can do it. It's time to turn her back on that, stop voting for Democrats, get involved, and say, it's time for a new day. It's time for a different direction. We're moving forward. You listen to After Dark with Robin Andrew on the America Out Loud platform. And my co-host tonight, B.B. Diamond, will be back with the last half of the show after this commercial break. Many voices, one freedom, united in the First Amendment. Our goal is to herald the voice of genuine liberty at AmericaOutloud.news. A place where you'll find the naked truth expressed with a patriotic heart. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio, liberty and justice for all. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Who's got time for a nasal invasion messing up your lifestyle? Crush those nasties before they become a problem. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order with the coupon code OUTLOUD, you'll receive 20% off the entire purchase. Go to americaoutloud.shop. That's americaoutloud.shop and use coupon code OUTLOUD. Use Cofix RX because it works. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. 
I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. So we're back with the last half of the show. Charting the path forward. Moving in a different direction, a new direction. The old way just wasn't working. Wasn't getting us to where we needed to go. We had started going backwards with Joe Biden. I mean, and it was at an accelerated speed. First, it started with, I got to say, with Barack Obama, whom I believe wanted to take the country backwards. He wanted to hate. He wanted the divisiveness. He wanted it. And he wanted to. And a lot of times I see this happen with people like Barack Obama is that they'll reach a certain pinnacle and then they'll destroy the path forward to get to them because they want to be the only one there. I think that Barack and Michelle, those, they're those kind of people. We're here. No one else could get here. We're special. We're different. That's how we got here. But it's time to chart the path forward, turn it our backs on this craziness, turning our backs on Democrats getting involved, knowing who we are, stop buying into their rhetoric, stop buying into their lies, stop believing them when they keep calling everything is about racism. As I opened up the show saying, for three years, they were telling us, Joe Biden is fine. Oh, he's the smartest thing out there. It's hard for us to keep up with him. We knew that it was a lie. It was a big lie, but they kept telling us and people believed it. Then you even had Nikki Haley buying into it, saying, oh, these are two old grumpy men. They're going to be running against each other. Don't vote for them. Vote for me. People believed it. We would see Joe Biden falling down on the steps, falling on the stages, going up Air Force One, collapsing. We believed that he was okay. We believed, oh, it was just a slip. He was getting world leaders confused. And we believed it when the media said, oh, anyone does that. Anyone can have a hard day, a hard day. But then when that report came out and the report told us what we already knew, that Joe Biden has a memory loss. He has poor memory. And although he did wrong, we won't be able to find get a conviction because they'll look at him and say he's an old man. But if that's the case, why is he sitting in the White House? We know why, because the media has been lying to us. It is time to turn our backs on the Democrats. As Bibi said, is one of her points. Stop voting for Democrats because they are liars. In the current form, they are liars. It is time to wake up. As painful as it may be, wake up. It's time to wake out of this nightmare. And last week was an indication that if we continue sleeping in this nightmare and not wake up, the country will be destroyed. Get involved. Call it out. It's time to wake up. We can't be afraid anymore. 
There is too much on the line. We've got to start calling out all these wicked, evil people. Even if it means, I think one of the other points that BB had said on our show last week, change your church, change your affiliation, change your group of friends, get out from amongst them, say, no, no more. I don't want this. I want to separate. The Bible tells us that we are a peculiar people. We can't keep doing the same thing that they're doing, lying and cheating, make-believe that a man can be a woman. And saying, oh, no, this is it. This is it. No, it is not. It. You know that it's wrong. But see, they're making it so comfortable. People will make sin, BB, comfortable. And you will think that it's okay, knowing that it's wrong. But because you're comfortable with it and everyone else is comfortable around you, you won't say anything, and then you will begin to internalize and to think, oh, but this is okay, because I feel good. Charting a different path. It's time to wake up. BB, what are your thoughts? You know, you said it so eloquently. Yeah, we need to do something different. I believe it was Einstein who said the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Black people for decades have been voting for Democrats, and we keep expecting them to uh, permit, you know, school choice, better schools, um, to help us with crime in the community, to help clean up the community. And uh, year after year, election cycle after election cycle, we essentially get ignored, except when Democrats want to come to our churches and, and get in the pulpit, which is supposed to be holy, and push policies that are against God's word. And that's one of the things that we as black Christians must reconcile and we must make a stand. It's either God or the Democratic Party's uh, a platform. That's something we need to do as Christians going forward. Stop believing the propaganda from the Democratic Party. Start doing research. Put your community, put your country first, put God first and your family first. And I just want to touch on one of the things about the men. You know, the liberals in this country have been talking about uh, male tox toxicity, like putting men down. But I do think that Black men present a particular risk, if you will. And that's why they're shocked and alarmed at the number of Black men who are going to vote for Trump. So ladies and gentlemen, be prepared to hear about white supremacy, racism, this and that being shoved down our throats. And the biggest races, but let's remember the biggest races in this country are the Democrats who started the Ku Klux Klan. Thank you. The Democrats started the Ku Klux Klan. They don't want to admit it, but they started it. But going back to what you mentioned about black men, and we said this during the first and the second half of the show, and I sincerely believe this, and I think that Trump should do it. He needs a new outreach. He has got to reach out to this segment of the population. Because if he would be surprised at the number of black men that would vote for him, they're waiting. They're waiting for someone to come talk to them and to listen. Remember during 2022, we had so many different, we had just like a plethora of uh, candidates that were running, Mexicans, blacks, and just all across the board. But the Republican Party would not support these candidates. I had many of them to come on here, Laverne Spicer, Ruben Young. Uh, there was another woman, Irene, 
Morales, she came on. And all of them said, we're getting no support. It's time to chart a different path. And that is the reason why I am glad that the GOP head is stepping down. We don't need her there. She was horrible. She did absolutely nothing. The only candidates that she wanted to support were candidates that Mitch McConnell was okay with. Charting a new path, turning our backs on the old, and realizing that there is a whole group of voters that are there that Ronna McDaniel did not want to address. Ronna McDaniel was too busy having plastic surgery, as opposed to focusing on the people that's going to get us into office. Look at California right now. What candidates is she running in California? Oh, California, it's, it's all blue. We can't do anything. Well, by God, you can say that for a lot of different places, but you've got to get out there. That's what Democrats are doing. You've got to get out there and reach out to these voters, have a mission outreach. But she won't do it. She didn't do it. And it cost us dearly. Now, it's one thing to say, oh, I'm at the top and I'm doing X, Y, Z. But what are you really doing to make a difference? Who are you reaching out to? What voters are you connecting to? May I just Demo say this? Go ahead, baby. Rona McDaniel, under her, we suffered so many losses. So I'm glad she's stepping down as the chairwoman of the Republican National Committee. And I remember, I'm so glad you brought up um, these different multi-ethnic candidates that were running as Republicans, but they got no support from the RNC. And, and one of the things I think is important for Republicans to remember, too many rhinos cede the inner city to the Democrats. They don't even fight for the inner city. Talk to the people in the inner city. Give them a choice. You don't have to necessarily invest millions, particularly in one particular area, but just make a presence known that there's a Republican candidate uh, who's a, a, available in the inner city. And that's really all you need to do to start off, but don't just give the inner city, the urban areas to the Democrats, because then black people will just, okay, well, I only see Democrats running. They keep checking Democrat. We need to give them an option and we let the Republican party needs to let urban America know that we have not forgotten you. Thank you. I see BB, that's what's happening. We give up too much ground. And I've talked about this on so many of our shows that we give up too much ground. We concede too quickly. We go in and we think, oh, well, it's going to be a loss of why even do it. We've got to stop giving up so much ground. And it just goes back to charting a different path. We've got to leave away the old, the old ideas, the old ways and say, no, we're going to resist that because that's not helping us. There's a whole group of people that are out there that's waiting for us to reach out to them. We need to do a mission outreach. And if it means going out there, going to the, the barbershops, because that's where you'll find a lot of black men, then go to the barbershops. Stop going to these black churches because the only thing you're going to find there are women who have been, and I hate to say it, who've been hoodwinked by the pastor, by the preacher, into coming in and we're going to do whatever you want us to do. And your husband, he's bad. And, you know, you're, you're doing all you can do. No, we got we to resist that. We got to turn our backs on it. I was reading somewhere the other day, BB, they were talking about the patriarchal and matriarchal society and households. And so many people are against men being the head of the house. 
in favor of women. And I was listening to a pastor who was giving, and he's got a lot of black about it, a lot of grief about it, that he was saying that in many of the households, you have black women that are trying to run things. And you don't have a father. So some of these, some of these uh, boys don't know what it's like to have a father in their lives. Because the woman is running things. And see, when you have a situation like that, and, that, and I would say a large percentage of black households are set up that way, especially from the 70s and the 80s and the 90s. And this was all by design. It's by design, and you see it even more so now with Joe Biden trying to give black women jobs and thinking nothing about the black man. How could you dare create a society like that and tell a young black boy that your dad isn't important? We want your mom. Your mom can run things. How could you, I mean, a group of people, to tell a group of people this, you see, they were trying to do it in, his, in the Hispanic communities, and they turned their backs on them. And that's the reason why, BB, I do believe that a lot of Hispanics are going to vote for Trump also. And Trump needs to go into their neighborhoods as well. Because they don't fall for that. They don't go for that. They've destroyed the black family with these social programs. They want to do the same thing with the Hispanic family, with the social programs. But people are waking up. They're charting a new path. They're looking at it differently. They're saying, I'm not going to do this. And if it means I'm not going to vote for a Democrat the way my great-grandma did it, the way grandma did it, the way grandpa do it, then so be it. I'm not going to do it. Because the head of the household should be the man. Patriarchal society. But they want to push the women there. And that's exactly what Joe Biden is doing. He and the Democrats with their policies. And black people don't even see it. And the ones who do see it, the men, they're saying, nope, not voting for him. Not voting for him. We see what he's about. He's concerned about everything other than us and keeping our families together. And these bougie blacks, they go right along with it. It's time to wake up, folks. Chart a different path. We've got to turn our backs on this. We've got to resist it. We've got to start calling it out calling it out. And again, I would say, I hope Trump, someone in his camp is listening to this. Go into the inner communities. Don't turn your back on it. Don't concede it. Don't give it up to Democrats because that's what they want you to do. You cannot do it. Go in, be seen, be heard. He can do it. If anyone could do it, BB, Trump can do it. If anyone can do it, Trump can do it. No, you're absolutely right. I totally agree with you. Absolutely. Because and it wouldn't the, be that difficult or hard. It's a visit to the barbershop, just like you said. Go ahead. I'm sorry. A visit to the barbershop, it would make a world of difference because once you do it, word will start to trickle down. Trump came here. Go into Chicago. Go to the Bronx. Go into these neighborhoods that Democrats think they have a stronghold on. But they're losing it. And that's the reason why they're trying to make certain that the black woman gets all of the attention. Let's give her all the jobs. As I mentioned during the second block, name one powerful black man in Joe Biden's world. Name one. You won't, you won't find it. And it's by design, purposefully. All Trump has to do is walk through the door. And he can do it. Now, it won't be easy at first. 
And I'll say that to any Republicans, and I've said this before, it won't be easy because you're ste stepping outside of your comfort zone. Remember, I talked about the comfort zone. You're stepping outside of it. You're stepping outside, but you're charting a different path at the same time. And I want to go back to something that I mentioned uh, when we opened up the, uh, the second block, and I want to get your thoughts on that, BB, about the comfort level with sin and how people have become so comfortable with saying that a lie is the truth mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and how they just sit there and they will go on and on with it. Like I said, this whole thing with DEI, which is nothing but racism, segregation, this uh, whole thing with men can be women and people getting comfortable with it. People who know that it's wrong, they've started agreeing with it because they're afraid to call it out during these last few seconds, baby. What are your thoughts on that? One of the reasons they feel comfortable with it um, it's because they have in the black community too many pastors who have bought into it and some white liberal pastors as well. That's why. And that's a detriment. And that betrays the gospel of, of Jesus Christ. It's, it's outrageous. Thank you. It's outrageous. And we need to start pushing back and charting, as we said, a different path. It's crucial. We can't continue down the same path. We can't continue doing the same thing over and over again. And as B.B. so eloquently put it, when she quoted Einstein, it is the definition of insanity because you're going to get the same results. For the past 60 years, Blacks have been voting for Democrats with the same results and the same broken promises of we will make a change, we will help you, we will do this and we will do that. And they haven't done a damn thing. It's time to chart a different path. It's time. That we're going to continue this conversation in the weeks to come because I want people to realize what we're up against. We can make a change and we can help Trump make America great again by charting a different path. You listen to After Dark with Robin Andrew on the America Outlawed platform. I'm my guest co host tonight, BB Diamond of our Urban Story. We hope you'll join us again tomorrow night. And as my dear friend Andrew would always say, stand for something, a fall for nothing. Good night and God bless.